Welcome to another mathematical moment from the American Mathematical Society. I'm Layla Sloman, and I'm talking with Dr. Stacey Finley, an associate professor of biomedical engineering, chemical engineering and material science, and quantitative and computational biology at the University of Southern California. She is also the director of USC's Center for Computational Modeling of Cancer. Today, we'll be talking about her research using mathematical models to learn about cancer biology. Welcome and thank you for talking with the AMS. So I'll start with uh, what may seem like a very broad question, which is what does computational modeling bring to the study of cancer biology? Sure, yes. So thanks for having me. I'm super excited to talk with you. Uh, I think that mathematical modeling helps us to run experiments with a computer that um, saves time, it saves resources uh, compared to doing experiments in the lab. And certainly it's more, um, it's possible to do more experiments with a mathematical model than we could do with human patients. So I think that it helps us to bridge some of the scientific questions that we have with ultimately trying to get uh, insights that would affect patients. So with the mathematical model, we can predict how fast a tumor is growing and how the tumor grows in different environments. And it's really hard, I think, to have that level of detail when we're trying to do an experiment with actual human patients, right? We can't measure the size of the tumor so easily. We don't want to put a lot of burden on the patient in terms of going in and having uh, samples of their tumor taken. And so having a, a mathematical, a computer simulation of a tumor allows us to ask certain questions that are just harder to do with human patients. Yeah. So um, what are some of the difficulties in or limitations that come with using mathematical modeling? I think one difficulty for sure is needing data to be able to build the model, right? So we need data to tell us what chemical reactions we should have inside of a cell or what interactions we should have between cells. And so it, we're really reliant on data that is available. And sometimes the kind of measurements that we need just haven't been um, published yet. And so I, I think that a, a huge limitation is just the availability of data but that's changing, right? Because there are lots of experimental techniques that have evolved and advanced and are generating high quality and high resolution data. And so that's really great for modelers. And so now we're trying to make sure that we can take advantage of some of those data sets. So for example, in um, a biology lab, you can measure how fast cells are growing Oftentimes, those measurements are done using what are called cell lines, which means that they're not actually cells that come from a patient's body, but they are cells that are grown in the lab and have been grown for many years or decades in the lab. And oftentimes, those cell lines are not um, a good representation of what's happening inside of the body. So that's a limitation in that we can generate lots of data with cell lines, um, growing them in the, in the lab and measuring different uh, characteristics of the cell lines. 
but a limitation is that it's not always representative of what's happening inside of the body. So we're trying, and I, I know my collaborators are also, and it's a big push in cancer biology to create more experimental models that are closer to what's happening inside of patients. And that's evolving and that's um, you know, making a lot of progress and having a lot of advancements in, in those areas. Um, but sometimes those experimental models are too complex or you can't do um, as high throughput of kinds of experiments that you could do with cell lines. So there's this tension between getting a lot of data and having it be really accurate, it sounds like. I think not just accurate, but also representative of what's happening in all the patients, yeah. You know, another example is a mouse model. So a lot of cancer biology questions are answered or studied in um, mice, which we know are not an exact uh, representation of humans. And so that's just another example where there's an experimental model, just like I'm making a model on a computer, there are other experimental models that can be used. And they're not always the, the same as what's happening in humans. Yeah, so we've been talking uh, in like quite general terms about, you know, processes related to cancer biology. So um, I'd like to maybe get into more specifics. So I know your lab studies a few specific processes um, maybe you can uh, tell us about one of them and how your the model of that process works. Yes, so one model process that we've been studying a lot is metabolism. So metabolism is having to do with how chemical species are broken down to form energy or um, energetic molecules that can be used for the cell to grow and to thrive. Or there's another kind of um, set of metabolic reactions where a certain nutrient is used to produce um, other molecules that the cell might need for growth and survival. So metabolism is really important inside of all kinds of cells, not just cancer cells, because it allows the cells to feed off of nutrients that are available in their, micro in their local environment and use those nutrients for growth and survival. And so we have a model of metabolism inside of cancer cells and how that metabolism is influenced by other cells in the tumor, right? So tumors are not just made up of diseased cells. There are lots of other kinds of cells inside of the tumor and they interact in lots of different ways and they influence each other's metabolism. And so we are interested in modeling how the cells interact in terms of influencing one another's metabolism and how that ultimately allows the tumor as a whole to grow. So we have a mathematical model of this process and we have some experimental data from our collaborators and um, we're also trying to test the model predictions in uh, clinical samples. Maybe you could tell us like something uh, you've learned or um, just your research co community has learned about uh, metabolism in tumors from these mathematical models? Yeah, so in our research group, we, again, we're interested in how cells interact and affect each other's metabolism. So my collaborator did an experiment where she grew these colorectal cancer cells by themselves, or she grew the colorectal cancer cells in growth media 
that came from another cell type, right? So that allows us to get a little bit closer um, at understanding how one cell will influence the metabolism of, a, of the cancer cell. And once we had that data, then we can use it in building our model and making some predictions. And what the model predicted is that there are certain metabolic pathways inside of the cancer cells that are drastically different when the cancer cells are grown in this media that came from another cell type. So it helps us to understand how cancer cells might rely on other cells that are present in the tumor. And if we can understand those interactions with the mathematical model, then we can make predictions about how to block those interactions and ultimately slow down the growth of the, of the cancer cells. Uh, is there anything um, I didn't ask about that you'd like to say about uh, your field? Um, I think it's also, and I, I try to emphasize it a little bit, but mathematical modeling will always be an approximation of what's happening inside of patients when we think about cancer growth and tumor development. Um, so it's always really important to make sure that it's grounded in experimental data, that we go back and test the model predictions, and again, that we have those conversations with clinical researchers and, and, and medical doctors that can make sure that the kinds of questions that we want to answer with the model are important and relevant. And I think it's not, it's just remembering that mathematical modeling is not happening in a vacuum. And I think that's really across you know, fields is connecting with people and, and pursuing exciting uh, collaborations that help us to make faster progress towards answering some, you know, really critical questions. Mm -hmm.